the robot is like souls don't die so the problem is everybody is guilty of making god into a joke turning god into the tooth fairy into a myth a legend nobody takes it seriously because the believers don't take it seriously why would someone who doesn't believe take it seriously when those who do claim to believe don't take it seriously everything falls back on the believers everyone loses their mind over what the world is doing sam harris that godless just lewd hedonistic sexually charged concert man who identifies as no man at all what's a man anymore what's mankind what's womankind don't know what a woman is doesn't know what a man is you're not transgender you're not a gender at all you're not transhuman you're inhuman there's nothing human about you you can marry your dog you can marry your cat in fact the cat's human because it identifies like you what's going on here erasing everything erase all the borders erase all the laws erase all the rules erase authority erase history erase everything that you know nothing matters there is no truth it's just my truth there is no opinion except my opinion because your opinion doesn't matter it, it the the philosophy cannibalizes it in itself however that's not the problem Crazy's always been crazy. That's not the problem. The problem, those of you who say you aren't crazy, those of you who say you're conservative and you're rational and you're godly, Christian, you follow the Bible, you follow the Torah, do you? Do you? Because you can point all day about what the people who do not claim to follow God do. But why? They don't claim to follow God. They can do whatever they want. Who cares? They're godless. They're mentally ill. They're possessed. They're crazy, they're lunatics, they're delusional. Yes, all of that is true. But you're not. So the question isn't what are the delusional uh, people from the mental farm are doing. The question are, tell me about you. What are you doing? Because you have nothing to testify about you. You are doing nothing. You're doing nothing. And so you hide behind the people that are doing something, even if that something is evil. What are you doing? We could talk about what Hitler did to the Jews. What did you do for the Jews in the Holocaust? We could talk about what slave owners, slave masters in the South did to the slaves. What did you do for them? We could talk about what somebody did to the indigenous Indians. What did you do for them? And it's not just American history, black and white Indians. All of the world has a history of slavery. Every race, every color, every people, it exists in the human condition everywhere. And each person is culpable and accountable. Well, what did you do? You're pointing your finger at Stalin, Stalin and Lenin and Mao, Genghis Khan, Idi Amin, Gaddafi, Saddam Hussein, whoever, name your poison around the world, who, whoever they are. Obviously in our country, every president, right? Doesn't matter. What are you doing? You don't get brownie points and kudos for just talking about what people that you disagree with, how effectively they're doing their job at disagreeing with you and tearing you down. What are you building up? What seeds are you planting? Who are you rebuking? Who are you encouraging? Who are you healing? Who are you helping? 
Who are you assisting? Give me something tangible to talk about your message. Not all day long like they do on Fox News, what the left are doing. My God, it's just, it's too much. Your generation grew up with that. I didn't grow up with that. I'm 59. I didn't grow up with that. But your children and those younger than me, you are inundated with this constant barrage of just attack, attack, attack on the enemy. What the enemy is saying, how what the enemy is doing. Look at the enemy. Look at the enemy. What the heck are you doing? Is there anybody other than the enemy that exists in the world? Obviously there is because all of you watch people attack them all day. I don't want to hear all day long what some nasty man is doing who doesn't honor God. Some man who just chases boats and bitches and witches and all of the other stuff in between their stitches. It doesn't matter. The drugs, the drinking, the wine, the mess. But why are you entertained? Why are any of us entertained by evil and wicked men? Why? Where is goodness? Since when is the fuel for righteousness and light darkness? Since when is the fodder for goodness badness? Do you have anything wonderful to talk about other than the news? Oh, yes, beloved. I do. I have wonderful stories. A neighbor who just moved in, going through a difficult divorce, didn't know what to give her, don't know her. I prayed and asked Father. He said, look at the plants on her balcony. Go. Buy her a plant. Get her some seeds. Leave it for her. The next time I saw her, with almost tears in her eyes, she was so overwhelmed. You left me a plant. I said, to welcome you to the neighborhood. Oh, she was blessed. My neighbor across the way, she's struggling with cancer. Father said, bake her a cake. Made her day. Walking down the street with another friend suffering. God said, I want you to drive. Go up the freeway. I saw a lot of traffic on the freeway. I said, oh, Father, too much traffic. I'll go another day. I turned around. Father said, I didn't tell you to turn around. I told you to go see him. I said, but Father, the traffic, I didn't say go if the traffic was good. I didn't say go if the traffic was bad. I just said go see him. Traffic or no traffic, go. Difficulty or no difficulty, go. I said, okay, Father, I had to get off the freeway again because I'd already turned around to repent of my bad decision, turn around and go back. Yes, I lost some time. Yes, I wasted some gas. That was my penalty, my punishment for deciding to turn around when I was told to stay on the road, keep going. Don't go just because it's easy. Don't give just because it doesn't cost you. I went didn't realize that it was going to have such a magnetic, such a huge effect on him when I arrived. And not just him, but his mother and his father. I had no idea. Even the dog got blessed. Go figure. The dog's name was Charlie. It's my father's name. My father passed away of lung cancer, but he knew the Lord. In his latter years, he gave his life to the Lord. He returned to faith. And then I went for a walk in their neighborhood. And I meet another man. He's walking on one leg. 
he has a prosthetic. I thought he maybe he was a military guy. I lost it in some sort of training or deployment. I asked him, what happened to your leg? He shared his story. He's an EMT, a medic. He lost his leg in an accident. And he's been going through pain and all kinds of other things. I let him share his story, and he shared his story. And his life, his failed marriages, his children, his struggle, just walking. And then Father said, pray for him. Encourage him. Little did I know that that one meeting with him would have had such an effect on him had I turned around and not gone all up that freeway, 50, 60 miles away from my home. And a neighbor of the friend I was visiting, life would have never changed. And that wasn't the only one. There was another person walking across the parking lot when I was looking for a store to buy some fruit for the family. Asked for directions. That turned into a conversation. Turned into a conversation, another conversation. That turned into a ministry. And they were on their way to the gym. And it didn't stop there. It went on to the store. When I was walking in, a young man putting up fruit on the outside stay named Elijah and his fellow co-worker, Robert from the Philippines, 75-year-old man, wisdom, ministry, and it didn't stop there. It went on to the young lady in the store, a believer amongst unbelievers working, but it didn't stop there. There's more. And then come down the way to go and get food. And there's a woman named Sarah, did not know the history of her name, was blown away to understand the Jewish history of her name, the meaning of it, and the power of the Sarah, not the Sarai, a conversation. She lit up, never knew. Oh, but there's more. Then there was Michael, when I went to get the medicine for my friend to help heal him. A place that I had no intention of going, but Father showed me they have something that will help him. And then it didn't stop there. The owner of the store, wow, Austin giant of a man ministry for 35 minutes in that store oh God's at work when we are busy doing what he calls us to do there are many stories don't you have more aren't you engaged in your community in your neighborhood in your office in your home God's doing a lot more than the devil is. Let's talk about that.
seeking golden crown upon your head A royal robe upon your back I'm not longing for the power of your scepter Earthly thrones where kings have said Never be used by you I wanna be used by you I wanna be used by you